Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? History began on July 4th, 1770s. This is where the fun begins. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Does It Hold Up? I'm AJ. With me, of course, is Darren, Heath, and Ian. In this episode, we're going to be finding out if Godzilla versus Kong holds up. Now, so you might be asking yourself, how can we know if it holds up or doesn't hold up? It just came out. Well, did it hold up to the hype, I guess, is a way to look at this. So, Darren, let's go ahead and look at that elephant in the room and just address it. Welcome back. Hi, I'm back. Uh, I loved all of the old movies. They were great. He watched them on his own time. He didn't have to talk about it on the show. <laughs> yeah, it was. They were great. They were great, and I'm Not so excited to, you know, oh man. So this, I can't this, give this, a lot. Oh my god. This finale. This finale. This this series just incredible. I can't wait. Nothing yeah. like doing the series by checking out the very first and the very end. <laughs> uh, I can't give any information on, like box office and budget because budget is hasn't been released yet I, I believe the box office is kind of out and it broke the record for the pandemic and made i think shy 50 million which is a big deal considering like i saw what was another movie that came out and it made like some other movie came out like in theaters exclusively and it made like 9 million which it is made 48.5 million boom awesome dang thank you ian for the pandemic that's huge that's really big for the pandemic we're, we're getting towards the back end of it. So I feel like maybe people are going to start going out to theaters again. I'm not, but we'll see if we'll, people start going out to theaters again. So here we go. As usual, I'm going to do my very special way of breaking down this movie. Guys, help me out anytime I miss something or if you have something to say about that particular scene, stop me. I'm going to try to hit more of the broad strokes. I'm not going to hit the exact details like last time. Try to get us out of here. All right. Godzilla versus Kong. This is the fourth film of the... Darren, what did you want to call this series? Uh, did I have a name for the series? This universe Kongzilla. you came up with? Kongzilla oh. versus God. Kong, yeah, Kongzilla versus God. Yeah, that was it. There we go. Kongzilla <laughs> versus God. Here we go. So Godzilla versus Kong starts. Uh, also, I want to point out, I'm sorry, in my notes, literally, the, I'll just show you on the screen. Look what it says on my... It's, okay, you can't read Out it, but focus. it says in big word letters, Kongzilla. Like, how did I screw that up? Like, you just <laughs> <laughs> like laid it up to me perfectly, and I just, like, staring at my screen. It says Kongzilla. He's like, hey, Darren, what do you want to call it? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. What are you talking about? Like, God dang it, man. The One biggest thing I'm bummed about with you not doing the other episodes is you would have had a blast naming these monsters. So mm. I'm going to have to... I listened to like the no last mo- episode, the one about uh, King of the Monsters or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's been some great monsters. I there's like nine of them in that one. Yeah, oh, easy. There's yeah. so many. Yeah. Well, we'll get to them in about uh, probably two minutes because they're not going to be in this movie. <laughs> so obviously, heavy spoiler alert, I'm going to talk about the freaking plot. So you should know that spoilers. The movie starts on Skull Island, somewhere on Skull Island. They make that very clear. And I loved, how did you guys feel about this opening scene where you got Kong living Hakuna Matata? yeah let me add before that dude honestly the credit the beginning credits were way too long i well that is my only bg fast forwarded through those fast i fast forward because like after like two minutes of watching credits you know yeah sorry five minutes long dude five minutes they matter but that's that's fine uh anyway how do you feel about ian how do you feel about kong living the hakuna matata life did it make you happy sad 
It made me happy. I was like, okay, yeah, he's taking a shower in the waterfall. He scratches his <laughs> yeah. little butt cheek as yeah. he's like walking it across. Nice. It was so good. And then we see there's a little girl with a little doll of King Kong. It looks like a voodoo doll, personally. To me, that's not endearing. That's super creepy. Yeah, I was thinking she, she has like kill. a little, and she like does the little thing, like shows it up, like Simba's the little doll to King Kong. And Kong's like, oh, I don't really have any thoughts towards that because he immediately grabs a tree, does his cool thing from Kong Skull Island, and we're like, uncheats it like taking off all the branches and stuff and javelin hurls this thing at the sky but it's not the sky it's a wall because kong is living that truman show life (laughs) (laughs) yeah what's this is that something that i miss or what what oh no this is a big reveal so it's big kong last we saw kong is he is roaming Kong Skull Island or Skull Island and there's indigenous people and that's it you know he's he's living his own life so this is a big reveal that he's now somehow monarch has come back i guess to the island since Kong Skull Island and they've captured him he's in a big Jurassic Park looking bubble and they have this crazy which this this is one of my problems with this kinds of movie they accidentally show technology that's supposed to be like oh yeah then here here's that but it does this that should wait what we have super hologram technology that can like make an ecosystem exist and look like like that is huge deal so that's obviously not actually skull island then no no, that is skull island he's in a containment thing on skull island Uh, skull island is a big old island but it looked like it was like whenever they like zoomed out like it was like it looked like they were just like in the middle of the city somewhere maybe i missed no they were they were on skull island still Hmm. and so yeah, I thought yeah, no, it, I, I thought it was Darren. I thought it was like I thought they were like in the United States, but they no, built it the absolutely dome. said Skull, on Skull Island. Oh. Well, yeah, but I thought it was like a like a thing. I said somewhere on Skull Island, but then like once they zoom out, like and so show that this is just a building, I feel like that was them revealing that it's not actually on Skull Island. But it but. says Skull Island like on the little text. I didn't I catch guess. it either. Yeah, hold any, on, anyways. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up right now. Let's do this live. <laughs> <laughs> HBO well, Max, AJ, not Heath. Kong uh, Skull Island. I was just going to say, so like, as you pull that up, there was one bit too later on, like whenever they're going through like all of the monsters that they faced or whatever, where it's like, deceased. God, God, yeah, deceased, <laughs> killed. It's like almost like a bracket system. And it's like, what the heck? Like, That's my uh, joke. Yeah. Yeah, We're uh, down like, to the finals. Yeah. Mark, March Madness type situation where it's like <laughs> they went through like all of the, like the spoilers or whatever, all of the like, you know, lower seeds coming through, you know, Prince or whatever Cinderella stories. And like, now we got to like, you know, just the one seed again. So it's just like, what was the point of this? It's stupid, you know. We got the, the Titans. Kong containment outpost on Skull Island. I'm looking at it right now. All okay. right, all oh, right, cool. It, that's the reveal: is that they have we have inhabited Skull Island. Okay, so they have a skull. But why why do we okay. capture him? Yeah, why, why, why are we holding him on Skull Island? He's on Skull Island. Also, why so, is it sunny and in the containment area and then dark outside? That that is my whole thing about the technology that they just randomly yeah. introduce. That this is a big deal, and they just kind of sidestep the technology. Uh, yeah, I guess it's, it's, I was, be, yeah. it's his natural. Point, it's supposed yeah. to be his environment and it's supposed to you know keep him docile, but it's he's not happy being caged. And mm. we came there and in the way they reveal in, you know, in the, the dialogue because we're introduced to Rebecca Hall, which, man, I feel like she's in so many things and I couldn't find a lot she was in. She was in The Prestige. She oh, was, she's uh, the, the, she's she was the Christian wife. Bale's wife. Yeah. And then she was also in Iron Man 3. She played, I think she was the bad guy. In it. Like not the Mandarin. She was a bad guy yeah. in Iron Man Three. She is like a journalist or something. But regardless, though, uh, we get the little girl is deaf, which is really cool. That will play a big stuff like later. 
little girl's deaf. She has a relationship with Rebecca Hall, like kind of like a surrogate mom type situation. And what Rebecca Hall says is there can't be two alphas out because obviously we know what happens because, when two yeah. alphas meet each other. So that's yeah. why they have Kong captured in there because we, we can't have him and Godzilla out. That would be Godzilla versus Kong. So they, they don't <laughs> want to get into that. And so that's, I mean, that's it. And then, so it, the big reveal is that the Kong is in this containment unit in on Skull Island and because of the credits, which I was fine with the credits because they do, they, they have to fill us in with Godzilla. Okay. So the last we saw Godzilla is the monsters were bowing to him in respect. And then between then and now he has killed all the other monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was not in the movie. In Godzilla King of the Monsters, like the closing shot is them. Think of the Lion King where all the animals bow to Simba on Pride Rock. All these kaiju are bowing to Godzilla out of respect. Even though a bad guy God's a monster, Rodan, that he like that was a bad guy earlier. Respect bows in between then and now. Defeated, 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 defeated. They're all (laughs) defeated. He killed all of them. What the? I don't know if killed, but they're not in this movie. And based on the intro credits, they're gone. Well, and based on the bracket, I mean, it seems like he's. (laughs) Well, we're down to our March Madness, baby. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The final round, we got Kong v. Godzilla, which uh, what I really like in the credits is they have a voiceover from John Goodman, who was a character in Kong Skull Island. That's his voice in in part of it. Hmm. So we're getting to the, quote, real world now because we have Paperboy, which, hey, did you guys lose your mind in that? Of course I did. It really threw me off big time. He plays a very different character in this movie. And he's doing the Titan Truth podcast, which is over 200 episodes. What's that? I said he's like on Adderall now, I think. (laughs) (laughs) He has, this is episode 240, blah, blah, blah. And for five years, he's been undercover with over 200 episodes of a podcast. Uh, What? (laughs) It's like every single day of the week. Yeah, like, but it's just like, uh, he's undercover on this podcast exposing... He's like, yeah, I'm undercover and no one knows his job. I guess never listens. I guess a very unpopular podcast. Uh, we wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> and he works at Apex Cybernetics in Pensacola, Florida, which, hey, shout out Pensacola. I was born in I was born in that area, which is kind of cool and sad for what happens here. Anyway, he is the crazy. Obviously, he's a conspiracy theorist guy. He's. You know, he literally goes to a guy. He's trying to sneak in. He has like a little secret USB thumb drive. He tries to sneak in and he goes to a guy. He's like, don't eat the apple. He's like, what's wrong with the apple? He's like, GMOs, that kind of thing. That exact kind of person is Paperboy's character in this in this movie. I also want to point out that a while back we talked about like our least favorite movie tropes. This is it. This is probably one of my least favorites. Conspiracy theorist. Well, just like guy who knows too much about it. So then he ends up being like the explainer of the stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I absolutely agree with you. I would absolutely agree with you. But I feel like today, especially with all the politics and stuff, we've been exposed that these people exist. Yeah, I, I, I guess just it seems like it's done too often in movies where like it's something is weird in the world and it's like, oh, but this guy knows all of it because he's been studying his whole life and he's going to tell it to you because he's really weird. And I just feel like all these weird sci-fi movies always have one guy like that. Like even like I, the first Godzilla movie had the same guy, like the, whatever his name was, Walter White. Like that was his yeah. character too. So <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not wrong. Definitely. I but, would agree. But I think his bit is he's wrong for a lot of it though. Or not wrong, like but over it's like the top. The he's just GMOs crazy. and the tap water and all that stuff where it's, there's nonsense peppered in with, but he was right about Godzilla and yeah. Apex and all that. I think oh, he sure. knew it was, there was something going on, but he didn't know exactly what. Yeah. I'm not a fan inherently of, of this type of character. I agree. I'm not a fan necessarily of it. 
but I'm generally, I'm his portrayal of it. I'm fine with because he's like, don't eat the apple GMOs. And then like later on, he's eating the very apple. So a part of me was like, Oh, he's kind of crazy, but he's not that kind of crazy where he still eats the apple. But regardless though, he's his whole point is he's trying to irritate a guy to get out of the, I don't know, room with a computer. And he's trying to download a bunch of crap. He sees a bunch of files and stuff that say Hong Kong and manifests and crap. He'll explain literally what it is later because I didn't know what was going on there. Anyway, as he's doing all that alarm goes off and it's like, Oh, Titan alert, not a drill Titan alert, which I like because that I would imagine. And at this point we have to have some kind of procedure for when these things <laughs> yeah. inevitably come up and oh yay, they have a fire alarm thing for it. <laughs> so people are slowly sauntering their ways out and he slips through the little doorway and he goes and he sees like these two dudes and they're like, what are you doing? And he does something funny. I can't recall. And then Godzilla comes, starts coming out of the water, which I really, I really, really like this shot. And they do it later as well, where they treat Godzilla like a shark when he's in the water. And I love it where the camera's like by his dorsal fins and like his head kind of pops up for a second. I really dig it. I love his look in this movie as well, where he's like, his fins are almost constantly glowing. I just think it's a great look. It's a great aesthetic for this movie. Uh, He pops out and he is laying waste to the Apex facility and he's shooting his beams at it. Everyone. Which is the first time we've seen Godzilla be a quote, bad guy. Like he's destroying this building. He's not protecting anybody as far as we're concerned. Badzilla. Badzilla. I'm sure at this point he's being Badzilla. <laughs> anyway, uh, dude, the paper boy looks into this room after Godzilla kills the very conveniently, which, but I also love like kills the dudes who are about to stop him. And he sees inside this room. It looks very much like homeboy from portal Two, the little <laughs> the eyeball thing. The yeah. Oh, no, the, the, the dude, Oh yeah, yeah. The, he's a circle ball thing. If mm-hmm. he was red, he'd look just like what the, what paper boy sees. Uh, and then I guess he gets out or something, but the point is it, it cuts scenes away because he yeah, he doesn't take it, take pictures of it, nothing. He's a conspiracy theorist who has a phone where he takes pictures of stuff. It is a thing he does. Doesn't a flip take phone, pictures of by the way. Just yeah, flip yeah an too. old Nokia looking thing, like flip yeah. shell phone. What the crap? Oh, no. Doesn't yeah. take a picture of the thing. His rep Whatever. didn't go very well, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey, that's his character, man. Not smartphones, but he'll have this cell phone. Whatever. Because he can't hmm. track him. Cut to CNN, where they reveal Godzilla laid waste to this facility. Only eight people died. I consider that a win. Pretty reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Only yeah. eight people died. He's shooting a laser beam that can, <laughs> spoiler alert, shoot to the center of the goddamn earth. Only <laughs> eight people died. I call that a win. If Godzilla had to grade himself for that day in terms of like, okay, I'm just like laying waste to the city. I'm thinking like six, 7,000 people. And then they come back like, no, it's only eight Godzilla. He's like, what? Like what? How does that work? Were all the offices closed that day? Was there nobody like, there? Was it Good Friday? Where is everyone at home? Like what is happening? Why is my laser beam not working? And then he goes back and does it some more. That's, that's how I imagine he reacts to that. So we're introduced to Eleven again. She's in high school now. Look, I think high school, whatever it looks like. Eleven's grown up. It's really weird, especially going from directly watching King of the Monsters last week to this, and just seeing her age, like whatever year, three or four years, like in a, in an instant. Uh, Eleven. She's here and she listens to the crazy to Paperboy's podcast 
nothing really important is going on here, but you cut to back to Pensacola where it's the Monarch Relief and boo, Kyle Chandler's back, Ooh, which boo. I forgot to mention. I boo. boo I, I audibly booed it during the credits yeah. <laughs> and Kyle Chandler. I was boo. boo. Even in my notes here, I have Kyle Chandler boo. <laughs> <laughs> the but good thing about this movie is it doesn't show him very much. And they I'm do very, a great, they knew and they heard. No, They're like, <laughs> we got to get him back. Wait, we got to so get that- people back. His actor name or his character name? His real his life name, because I forgot okay. his real life or his character's name. Because well, yeah, I don't think it was ever mentioned, honestly. Mark he was Russell's a terrible is, character in King of the yeah. Monsters, and so they do a great job of barely having him in this movie. I heard you guys talk about it last episode, and yes, I I know all about Kyle Chandler and your disdain for him. I just <laughs> so, I, I never knew his name, like literally. Even like, in his short scene here, where he's no eleven, whatever you're saying, no, he's still terrible. all these crazy ideas. And boring and discrediting his daughter, who's like, you know, he's like, you know, I saved everybody, right? <laughs> you know, you know, I did everything in Godzilla King of the Monsters. I carried that movie. Whatever. Kyle Chandler's barely in this movie. He doesn't really need too much attention. Anyway, Eleven is wants to, is like, oh, Godzilla did this for a reason. And he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Don't believe you, because I'm don't want to believe you. Cut to get those bingo cards ready. Eleven's crazy room. <laughs> <laughs> where she has stuff pinned on the wall and she's listening to the podcast again which if that if that dude is your sole source for this maybe eh, I would have appreciated her doing other things as well besides lis- just listening to Homeboy's podcast anyway cut to Denham University or yeah Denham University in Philly Pennsylvania locations are relevant I imagine it's just a real location but we're introduced to Walt Simmons who is some dude, we don't really know too much about him, but don't worry, they introduce him right away because we get the cool Asian guy from, I forgot, he was in the rooftop uh, at Apex. And <laughs> all I could think of when I saw this dude is, man, Heath must think that dude looks cool. He does look cool. <laughs> he looks, he looks awesome. Cool. He's the coolest guy in this whole freaking movie. He's dude. the coolest looking dude in that movie. Yeah. He's got like the like the the hair that kind of comes over one of his eyes. I'm skipping ahead, but he goes like freaking radiant eyes and everything. Yeah, he... <laughs> <laughs> He's there and he's like, what are you doing here? And then we're introduced to uh, Walt Simmons, who is, he owned Apex. He's the, he's, he talks, he's a very, uh, I don't know what kind of Hispanic he is. I don't want to get it wrong, but he, <laughs> you, you, no, just keep going for it. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Let's hear it. What are you, doing? you and I both know we don't abide by normal business hours. Oh, that was better. Kind of reminds me of Antonio Banderas. Nacho, he says Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, they're like, hey, you're a doctor dude about Hollow Earth. And hey, what's, yeah, we've been talking about Hollow Earth this whole time, this whole series. And he's like, yeah, no one believed me. And I'm like, I feel like we should believe you if, you know, Kong and all that stuff. And we know about Skull Island, apparently, but whatever. He's like, yeah, so remember when your brother died? He's like, yeah, he died going trying to do Hollow Earth because <laughs> deep in the Earth, apparently, he's like, look, I got radar. And they show this little, like, Iron Man esque hologram of inside the Earth, there is a little Earth inside our Earth. And that's Hollow Earth. All the tunnels that ex- like go to Skull Island and Antarctica, these come from the Hollow Earth, which if you've ever seen Journey to the Center of the Earth, it's an old movie. It's that, basically. Inside our right. Earth is a little Earth with monsters and crap. That's where kaiju, whatever you want to call them, titans come from, is the center Earth. He's like, we want to go there because look, MacGuffin, it's uh, energy and we want the energy to make a weapon to try to fight Godzilla. Cause look what Godzilla did. He was crazy. And he's like, I guess I'll go. Sure. Uh, my brother died trying to do it because the entire gravity of the earth crushed him in an instant. <laughs> he's like, Oh, don't worry about that. We saw again, technology they introduce. That's like, hold on, wait, what? That's a huge deal. They have a thing called heave, which is the hollow earth 
aerial vehicle that can go through the gravity shift between our Earth, and no problem. Dude, those <laughs> those vehicles were so dope looking. They were cool looking, yeah, sure. But it's I, just like I liked that, it. I liked. But to me, I'd have been like, wait, you invented what? Yeah, they, they, they just go through gravitational fields. Like, that changes space exploration. This is a big deal. <laughs> well, well, wait, what? But, like, you're talking about, like, going through the just gravity sci-fi crap. Like, it's fake anyways, AJ. Why are you getting upset about it? It's all no, it's BS. No, like, I can forgive it. I can forgive it. I, I can move past it. But as the you're bit, like, it's like, wait. wait. you did what with the fake thing that was already not real? <laughs> I like, would have like, loved if, dude, if the doctor dude was like, wait, What? This killed my brother, and you invented something that could just oh no no we we solve that. But like okay, they're going you're, they're going into the center of the earth, which like from all accounts is just really hot like lava, right? And like no 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 shows what you There's, know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I need to listen more of that. My wife Titan is in geo- has a master's degree in geology. I haven't brought this up to her, but I would love to get her reaction to this. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but that would. Yeah, it's, I, d- it's dumb, but hey, it's this kind of movie. I fully accept it. Perfectly fine. Yeah, the, the guy's just like, yeah, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, technology. Like, yeah, I, I, like I've said, and the all right guy who I guess has wrote books about it, so he theoretically knows a lot about it because he's never been there. Uh, they're like, hey, I need you to lead the team. <laughs> okay, sure. So whatever. Cut back to Kong. He's still stomping around in his little, you know, three D hologram hole. Uh, what I like is there's this cool transition into the hole where like it kind of goes through it. It looks really neat. Kong wants to, or they want to get Kong to lead them to the energy place thing in in the Hollow Earth. So he go, uh, Doctor Dude goes to Skull Island, talks to Rebecca Hall's character. He's like, "Hey, Kong can take us to the place." Shots at Ian just took another shot. <laughs> this is gonna be fun. This is a good. Kong is like, oh yeah, well Kong will lead us there. He's been there before. And they're like, I don't know if he'll take us. And that's not a good idea to take him out because the whole reason we have him in this captivity thing is because Godzilla's out there and he's going nuts. So the last thing we want is him out there. He's ah, we'll, 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 we'll sneak him around. Don't worry about it. We'll take him to Antarctica or Alaska. Yeah, Antarctica. He'll, we'll go through the little hidey hole thing and he'll take us directly where we need to go. And Rebecca Hall gives very little fight and is like, okay. To which I'm like, <laughs> she can make this decision? Who is she? What is her title? I feel like there should be like five, ten people that has to go through to move giant kaiju to a different place. Momzilla. This, (laughs) I don't, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but this is where it kind of takes me out of the movie a little bit, where they transport him by boat, knowing that Godzilla will come. And where does Godzilla have his most strength in? The water. Yeah, it's a very. It's not great, but well, it's they're it's avoiding not, his usual lines. His usual yes, they're like he's routes. on the other side. We can track him. Apparently, which apparently they lost that. Remember in King of the Monsters where they had the uh, the little bioacoustics that can right. track gods. Don't worry about that. Not anymore. Uh, this is just me being picky, though. Like this is me just I'm, being very picky. Dude, this whole breakdown is just me being picky. Because let's not, I mean, I'll skip ahead. I loved this movie. Oh, yeah. And I'm picking at it because that's part of the bit. Anyway, boat scene, what Ian just said, which a problem with it too beyond that is because we've seen the trailer, the second they're on the boat, I'm like, let's freaking go. Let's go. (laughs) The second they're on the boat. And they're on the boat for a minute. (laughs) I will say, like, what's the head is one of the best parts of the movie. Like, at least action wise. I don't know. Kong is asleep on the boat. 
he's chained up. <laughs> little girl and them are with uh, with them. So they brought the little girl because like she has a connection to Kong. Well, uh, one uh, thing. One thing. Does anyone ahead. even think that like you see Godzilla or Kongzilla, whatever his name is, like with the chains on his wrists, like that's. Let's come on. Let's not stop in the King Kong. Everybody like, knows Kong's weakness. Yeah. It's like okay, well, okay, big scary Titan monster gorilla man will use <laughs> chains, but they're and, really but big. they're big, big chains. They're Darren. big <laughs> chains with gorilla. Okay, think glue. of like a. This isn't a bike chain, dude. <laughs> big chains. <laughs> they kind of hint that the little girl is the only thing, only reason why he's not just destroying. Yeah, because he, I feel, I mean, kind of later, but like he, he would. T- she's even said she's like he could destroy this boat. It's because little girls here and they have a total connection that's like super chill, and that's the only reason why he's not freaking out. But on the boat, uh, I might be getting. No, I'm not getting. I'm getting ahead of myself. But it's cut to it's raining, and I felt so bad. Which they did a great job of Kong's personality in this. You feel so bad for Kong when it's raining. I, put, I wrote, can someone get Apezilla an umbrella? Because <laughs> he's like using his little hand to like cover himself because it's raining. I'm like, can't you not get a tarp? Come on. Oh, a tarp. Like, Jeez, man. That's like I inhumane. felt so bad. At the very least, get the, ma- the, the big monkey a tarp. How many anyway, umbrellas would it need? That's a lot of umbrellas. <laughs> this, is a, <laughs> this is a big scene because uh, everyone's kind of sleeping and stuff. A little girl can feel Kong through like the toffed from avatar the last airbender and so she like goes out to kong and everyone's like oh should she be out there and everyone's like no so like she momzilla whatever darren wants to call her runs out there and little girl's like looking at kong and they're having a moment and she's like what what mom's like what are you doing he's like he he wants to go home and she's like what are you talking about and you see a huge moment that i don't think you you need to acknowledge is a huge moment kong freaking signs to the little girl Sign language like says home. That's pretty Wait, impressive, that man. Big? Little girl teach a big. That's freaking huge! Like and talks to the kaiju. <laughs> that's well, a, a huge monkey. reveal. Yeah, it's just sign language. He's intelligent enough to do it. And no, that's a big, big thing that I can't believe they. they I'm happy they introduced because that was a big moment for me. That was a pop for me watching it. Where when Kong signs home, I got excited. I'm like, oh my god, this is big. Um, so I, I don't know at what point in time this is. I don't know if I have it out of order or not. But that one part in the movie, I think it's around this part in time, it, whenever, like, uh, little girl, or, like, I think you called her Eleven, the Stranger Kids, or Stranger Things girl, whatever, like, yeah. uh, her friend comes over in, like, his van, and it's, like, playing Judas we're Priest or whatever. Oh, we're jumping ahead? We're jumping ahead. Yeah, All right, sorry. We'll Go on. Yeah, I don't, you didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> the the next, uh, after, the, when it's daytime, we get introduced to a, 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 the, the villain, which shouldn't be Shocker, one of the villains of this movie. What's her name? Uh, I forgot her name in her life, but she's uh, the, the pretty chick. Isa Gonzalez? Yeah. I, I can't think of... What, what else has she been in? I think she's been in one of the Fast and Furious movies. She is in... Um, crap, what is it called? From Dust of Dawn, the show. Yes, she is. Wow. Yeah, she's Salma Hayek's character. She's in Baby mm-hmm. Driver? I didn't see that one as much as I need to. She is. She, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she's back in Baby Driver, too. She's in Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, anyway, so she is... She shows up on the boat and she's like, I'm here to lead. And you instantly get the vibe of, okay, so she's kind of a bad guy. I'm not, I don't have a positive vibe for this chick. Uh, she is there to lead them into Hollow Earth. And she also has the heaves, whatever they want to call it, the 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 boat things. And I have here a uh, dude from Deadpool. Because cut to the next scene. And as Darren, you were just saying. 
Oh yeah, like do kids still drive around like in creepy vans and play Judas Priest like or whatever? Like I feel like that was like <laughs> it's a little bit out of time for sure. Uh, like that was a weird thing. Like I don't know how old this movie. What did you to be, want like, him to be listening to, Darren? Da baby, come on. I I don't know. It's just like like that's a weirdly weird looking van. Like it looked like it was like forty years old and he's playing like fifty year old music. It was What's pretty his weird. Brothers, so. we can get the vibe that it's from. <laughs> a, yeah, it's like a brothers. I think he literally says that too. Eh. Who knows? Anyway, it's Fire Fist from Deadpool 2. I think it's his name in the movie is Fire Fist. Anyway, oh, he, that was him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he, he's gotten a little older, but he's still chunky and adorable. <laughs> so he's there, and he is, I guess, friends with Eleven. We don't really get, which I like. You know, it's not like a, I don't know. Is it like a, a love or a, like a, a an emotional thing? Do you think he likes her? He probably likes her. She's friends owning him hard. Ian, what did you think? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't care about their relationship as far as like, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, I think they were just friends. It didn't really hint at all that he liked yeah, her that's and funny. I'm okay with that. Re- so yeah, I'm fine. Like, I'm happy with him not really lingering on it either, but he, he, he's a long, actually hindsight, maybe he did. Cause he goes through some crap with her. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 11's I did, like, I did, oh, I, I can identify f- with him a lot. Eleven's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we can find the dude who is does the podcast because he was like I was there at the when Godzilla was there and they're like I can find him because he apparently buys a bulk ton of bleach and so they're like okay I guess we'll find that so they go to this random place where I guess they have a lot of bleach and she goes to the counter and say hey uh, is there a dude that buys a lot of bleach he's like is this one of those internet things and they do a very untimely Tide Pod challenge joke which to me says they've been working on this movie for a minute <laughs> because Tide Pod joke was what three years ago? Yeah, I'm not Four? sure. It's been a minute I, since they've done Tide Pod. There's jokes, there's a billion. But, I, I I I'm okay with it because there's been a lot of those different challenges. I mean, there's been more than just Tide Pods, so I, I feel like the joke is still it's okay. Fine. It it's just, okay. to me. It just dates. It dates that. Found an that article from. Uh, health.harvard.edu it says why teenagers eat Tide Pods <laughs> and it was posted on January 30th of 2018 so there you so go. It's, been, it's been a few been a month about three years this year anyway uh, they they run, they find them it's, we don't need to go through. it's not really interesting they 11 in, in Fire Fist fine Paperboy and they're having dinner and he they have this weird tap water bit which it didn't really work for me and I'm glad they, they don't follow it too much when they're like tap water and Eleven's like, no. And Fire Fist is us in that scene. He's like, what's up with tap water? <laughs> he's like, fluoride, man. They control your mind. And he's like, oh, God. No, uh-oh. <laughs> I wish they had gone, gone like six more layers deep. Like, <laughs> but I'll treat tap water. <laughs> A part of me is happier that it didn't. And I'm, <laughs> but Moon I, I would have been fake loved. or real? <laughs> <laughs> water? Psst. Government. The, anyway. Uh. They Birds. set up the whole point of that scene is they're she's like, yeah, uh, uh, the apex is sending a bunch of crap to Hong Kong and we shouldn't be doing that. And uh, there's like, oh, and I got this flask that I keep in a gun holster, which seems really uh, why, but it's a flask. And my wife died before. I don't know. It was a kaiju. I don't mention it. Uh, she's dead, though. And so I'm going to drink this before <laughs> I die. And so if you see me drinking this and he basically should have just looked at the camera. If I start <laughs> drinking this, it means I think I'm going to die. Anyway, cut to the Tasman Sea. Uh, Kong is there eating a bunch of fish, which, uh, again, I just like seeing Kong doing stuff. I just like Kong. (laughs) This series did a great job because I mentioned it before. I didn't care about Kong before. 
I never like you know the 1933 I think or whatever King Kong movie. I just it's a big deal for movies. I just don't care for him. He's just a big monkey, not interesting. They gave him such a good personality in this movie though, and in Kong Skull Island, I love Kong in this, and they do a great job. In I mean, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. Of Kong really is our quote hero for almost the entirety of this movie, where we're behind Kong. So, uh. They're 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 giving us exposition about the the bond about with between the little girl and Kong and even the bad bad girl I'll call her Dust Till Dawn chick is like oh uh, they have a bond huh and you immediately see the wheels turning of we're going to abuse that uh anyway the as that's happening you see uh, dorsal fins popping up which again they really emphasize this when they do the really big shark shot with. Godzilla. It's like, Godzilla's here. And they're like, real what? I thought you said on the other side of the earth. He's here. And so Godzilla, we get the scene that we've seen in the trailers where Godzilla cuts through the boats. There's a bunch of boats, a fleet. They're all fodder. And so they all get destroyed by Kong. And I don't, I guess I don't want to spend too much time on the action scene. This is a dope action scene where Kong is still chained to the boat. And so we get round one. Godzilla flips the boat and Kong is instantly about to die. <laughs> 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 they're like, what do we do? And like, they're, they're having the conversation of, uh, we should let him go. And they're like, no, and like seriously, we're in no position right now. Kong is obviously somewhat gives a crap about us. There's Godzilla. Let him go. Vote gets flipped. There's a cool underwater scene. Kong is about to jerk and die. Uh, do homeboy doctor boy flip which I forgot to mention by the way doctor boy is uh, he's a scars guard in real life his last name scars guard he's Pennywise it he's his brother mm. in real life I, I didn't know that uh, oh. and they're the son they're the sons of the the doctor from Thor the those movie I think Thor one and two he's okay. the older man older guy doctor doesn't have to ring a bell anyway that's that's Papa scars uh, guard uh, he hits the button, releases Kong. So yay, he's underwater still and getting attacked. Uh, Kong, Godzilla drags him to the bottom of the ocean, which I'm like, man, this is a one-sided fight. <laughs> and God, they're like, oh, what do we do? Uh, send the, uh, what do they call these things? Depth, the depth charges. charges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send those down. And so they, I, I'm skipping the, they had a cool fight where Kong jumps to another boat, which I love. And then he freaking throws the punch. It's what I'm we've seen. Speaking in the of that, that was too, a sweet scene though. I love like, that scene. Does speed of monster is that proportional with size of monster? Because my god, Definitely. they're so slow. Like why? Yeah. Like what? I okay. So is that like just? I feel like they do that for everything. But like, why is it like if you have like a giant like earth sized creature, they always just like move like one pixel that, per. I'm pretty hour. sure that is scientific like, just, though, isn't it? Like I think the that's bigger, physics because they do that with Ant Man too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is. Oh yeah, Ant Man is our base for physics. To <laughs> the size, yeah. I don't know. But the point, regardless, though, slow add for us adds scale of strong. So it is weird though, because like Pacific Rim does the same thing a lot. It's everything that's big. Like everything that is big ever. Like it's always just like moves really slow. It's just like it's weird. I don't know. We get a dope fight, and by dope I mean it is seriously fantastic. (laughs) There's a reason why this scene was in the trailer. Uh but anyway, cut back to the ocean where they sent the depth charges and the basically it's just bombs that blow up underwater. And then Kong floats to the top and he gets on the boat and I'm instantly like, wait, what? Why is he okay? And Godzilla isn't okay. Who knows? But regardless though, they're like, okay, 
Well, well at, the, at the end there, like, of course, you see Godzilla swimming away, and then he looks at them. They kind of look at each other for a little bit. And this Dude, part... Go ahead. Go ahead. Godzilla's me- angry face... He got me. I was scared as a person. I'm like, he's not real, <laughs> but oh my god, he that is. They have managed to take fury and put that into his face, like facial expression. That was yeah. amazing. It, I I basically was like just kind of curious because like okay, so in that scene, right? He's he swims over there, turns around, and like looks at him, right? But the important part to me was is that he, like half of his body was above the water. They're literally in the middle of the ocean, all right? So mathematically, on average, I looked it up on Google, the ocean on average is 2.3 miles deep, okay? <laughs> so is th- is Godzilla more than two miles tall? Like, because, it, or he's just incredibly treading water because, like, he's a good maybe his tail. He's a good swimmer. Dude, half of his body is above the water. Literally, he's like, like, okay, above fine, Darren. He's a great swimmer, then. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he wasn't even, don't question it. He that, wasn't even it, moving his arms. Like, is he just don't question like, it. three he miles tall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has two. Uh, I'm just saying. Anyway, come on, it's come it's on. an unimportant <laughs> scene. They're like, uh, which actually, no, I, I take the back. It is kind of important because Godzilla's still there and they're like, uh, kill the boats, kill everything because we got to make it look like Godzilla. Godzilla one, we got to submit. We have to submit to him uh, because again, this is Godzilla and Kong's rivalry is about them being alphas, and it isn't necessarily about killing the other; it's about beating the other. So, because Godzilla really wants to kill what's a threat to him, and so he doesn't want to kill necessarily for sport. So he beats Kong. Kong is like about to drown. Basically, he coughed up the water, and the boats are all shut off, and so they're standing still. And Godzilla's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> he and he scurries away and so oh well that problem kind of solved itself cut to apex uh 11 paper boy and fire fist are there going through the rubble and they go to the thing and they're like all right it's in this room uh oh no not in this room uh and so what i have here too is uh 11 and paper boy already have a handshake because yep. they like, before they dive in, they do this cool little handshake thing, and I'm like, when are they where they working that on the drive there? Maybe what he explained they, that on the podcast. He's like, it's yo, if you ever see thing. me, definitely in podcast. <laughs> sure, fans. If you ever, see if you me, ever run into uh, the, any genre geek, you got it. Darren, workshop a handshake that yeah. you want the fans to do for the. If oh, you run into I'm working us. on it right now. <laughs> so I'm excited. They're there. Uh, they very. <laughs> Darren, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the security is what you'd expect from this kind of movie. They break into the security. Uh, Paperboy does an, a line about the Illuminati, which I kind of rolled my eyes about. Uh, they go through, they're like, oh, the thing is gone. Well, let's hop in this elevator. Go to level 33, which I think was a level that was on uh, the thumb drive thing when Paperboy went through the files. Uh, they go in there and they see a bunch of baby skull crawlers, which I really liked because they, they were from Skull Island and Eleven calls them skull crawlers. Which, if anything, I'm like, hey, shout out to you, John C. Riley. The name stuck. Because <laughs> that's a bit in Skull Island where he, he does comes up with the name. So, uh, anyway, what I have here is I have Elon Musk's wet dream. <laughs> the hyper train. Get, yeah, they get a little hyper train that can take them from Florida to Hong Kong. And they go over, like, they have a little like speedometer thing. They go over 607 miles, 100 miles an hour. God. They are moving. So they're going to be on that actually for a little while. We're not coming back to them for a minute. Anyway, cut back to Antarctica where they bring the, their, oh, I forgot to mention, oh, how do we get Kong to the thing with other boats? And they instantly fly him, which in my head, I'm like, probably should have been plan A. Uh, <laughs> Much easier like, this way. 
Godzilla is literally an amphibious creature, and we're going to do the boat. Eh, well, maybe fly him. <laughs> if you could have flown him, maybe just fly him. I would love for them to, like, they're flying on the way, whatever, to Antarctica, and, like, they see, like, the tracker for Godzilla. It's like they're saying, like, oh, Godzilla's here. And they just, like, see him, like, walking really slowly in the ground behind them or whatever, like, hey, <laughs> wait up. <laughs> just, like, Stop really it. slow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're in Antarctica and Kong is, you know, playing with the snow, just more personality stuff from him. And they have the big hole that takes them to the hollow earth. And they're like, all right, little girl, do your thing. Send them in there. And so little girl's like, all right, Hey Kong sign, sign, go in there. And Kong just kind of like, like, man, I'm trying to tell my dog to like sit and stay. He just kind of like wanders <laughs> off in the middle of her talking. And she's like, oh crap. And like, tell him, uh, tell him his family's Tr- in there. Trick him. Yeah. Trick him. Yeah. Let's lie to him. <laughs> lie to the <laughs> and, big scary uh, monster. Yeah. yeah I got to give yeah. them credit because it's the cliche villain of, oh, lie to him. And then she's like, the, the uh, momzilla's like, tell him. There might Maybe. be family in there. Maybe, which I mean, also I had to, there like, might there be, be ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him there may be a big banana. <laughs> so little Could girl's like, hey, a boat. <laughs> <laughs> little Kong is like, hey. All right, little girl's talking to Kong. Hey, uh, your family could be. I cannot emphasize how much there could be. Your family in there, and the second that leaves her fingers, her I can't say lips, <laughs> he bolts down that hole. I would love and for so that they, scene to like play out longer, where it, like Godzilla, like or Kongzilla, whatever his name is, and he like it's like hey, they might be in there, and he's like looking at her like really so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> it's like if he's there if they're not i'm gonna be very mad <laughs> i'm gonna be evil uh so he goes through we get a cool scene of them going through the hollow earth thing and they punch through no problem and uh we're introduced to hollow earth which i really like the design of hollow earth it looks really cool looks real trippy uh reminds me of dr strange type of thing where there's an upside down mirror world thing in that world. It just visually looks pretty neat. Anyway, they are there and very quickly we get, uh, cause they're like, man, we're, we're in this movie a while now. We haven't really had a action scene since Godzilla. So, uh, monster fight randomly where these cool <laughs> little like snake bats are flying around. They kill one of the, uh, nobodies. Don't worry about them. But they're a threat because they killed some nobodies. And Kong grabs one and freaking slams them on the ground and kills one. Grabs another one. It's like getting eaten. It's like suffocating him with his wing. And then they're like, oh, fire missiles. And they do a bunch of crap. And Kong kills this snake bat thing. Darren, what's the name for this creature? Batzilla. Sure, Batzilla. <laughs> and it has what I had. I cannot emphasize how much I love. Kong eats the thing. So he I have my rolls the head off inside. <laughs> and munches on it. And uh, my, I couldn't my notes be hyper. say, you ever just eat somebody's brains? Yeah, if you're <laughs> primal, I would. Uh, Darren, in your notes, do you have what happens in the next scene, which is a rock lobster? <laughs> Literally a rock lobster. <laughs> what you're soaring. Wait, go ahead and say again. No, 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 just, I'm, I'm explaining the scene. They fly past the little thing. There's rock crustaceans there and there's like a big iguana because they're showing more creatures that live in the hollow earth 
I may have missed that. I don't know. I don't. There's I literally that. rock lobsters, Darren. <laughs> That's a missed opportunity, Darren. Anyway, there's there's trippy rocks that are floating, which I don't I don't think they really explain. They're floating rocks. Kong touches it and heave ho, he jumps. They follow him through. Cut back to Hong Kong, where they just arrive. Uh, Eleven and Paperboy and Fire uh, Firefist just arrived, and they're like, huh, this is clearly a fighting pit. But I don't. We're looking around. This is interesting. What's going on here? And then we see it which I, I I kept hearing about, but I was in denial about hearing because I wanted it to experience, I wanted to experience it. And I did experience it. We got Mecha Godzilla, which I like his design fine. It looks cool, but <sighs> oh my God, Mecha Godzilla. Uh, we got Asian dude, a uh, cool Asian line. guy. Not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, the, like the reveal is like, is it, it's a robo Godzilla. No, it's Mecha Godzilla. It had, fine with it had enough cheese. Now. I'm to, what, to make why, it. I don't know. This this will come up later on as well. But like, why does this big scary monster have to be like a clone of other big scary monster? Like, I just like why can't because they why, have to have a weapon to that can combat Godzilla, like specifically. Right. Yeah, and that has to have that, and that has to have like like little metal things like on the top. Oh, or whatever. you have no and style. Ha- if you're gonna do this, Darren, <laughs> it's, just like, it's like what yeah. I have. What I have we, here we gotta is, make sure uh, Godzilla looks like Godzilla. Like, whatever, dude. <laughs> what I have here is because Asian guy is uh, in like has this cool little, like thing on his head that's connecting him to Mecha. Did you get Pacific Rim vibes? From yes, that? very much so. I th- I'm like, are we tiptoeing towards Pacific Rim? Because Pacific Rim is in the future, so I'm like, are we tiptoeing towards it? Because I'm a thousand percent down for it. More than they, likely, are they in the they same universe? They can do it. Legendary owns it. They're not necessarily in the same universe. Like these, they haven't addressed it but the production company and distributor is the same they can do it Darren to be fair I did have the same thoughts though of like oh my gosh wouldn't it be easier to make some sort of gun weapon but yeah, <laughs> just blast them cause uh, shut up we can make a they giant they have to do it because it's part of the well, lore look, here's the big thing I mean, here's the reason I can accept story. it look at our bad guy Look how theatrical and our bad guy is and his plan of like there could only be one apex predator man like Unless you wanted to look like a huge dude, in which case that's way too Pacific Rim. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> just Why don't they just get like a giant like paper shredder and just like put Godzilla in it or something? Because it you doesn't know? look cool, Scene Darren. Enter Ant-Man. So Mecha Godzilla's there, and they send like a skull crawler out to demonstrate it. Mecha Godzilla kills it no problem, and then he instantly powers down, or he does like a laser breath, which is dope, and then Splits he powers down because they're like, oh man, we gotta. We got to get that energy source, which is why they sent Dr. and Momzilla over to the hollow earth to get the energy things to power Mecha Godzilla. Uh, cut to Kyle Chandler. Boo. <laughs> Who he's, he's in a scene where they're just like, oh, he's literally there because he's like, oh, Godzilla's heading towards uh, Hong Kong. So we can track him again. I feel like we should that should have came up anyway. Back when he was going to attack Kong. Uh, we're back in Hollow Earth and we're at this cool giant door with a big handprint thing. So Kong opens it up and we get this cool like throne room dungeon thing where I get <laughs> so Kong. At <laughs> the handprint have? part, oh, when yeah. he put his hand to it, I was like, I swear to God, if it like scans his hand, like <laughs> <That's> <laughs> biometric. Code, I was like, I'm going to flip this table right now if that happens. <laughs> Bro, Mecha Kong. Let's go. Uh, he's in the room and he like goes around. It's a beautiful scene and there's skeletons and stuff of clearly his like... F- I don't know, family or ancestors. And item he gets to equip an item where Kong literally <laughs> equips the Leviathan from God of War. <laughs> Mjolnir. 
It's it's literally it's like it glows and everything. It looks just like it should have been Kratos holding it. But what I really love in this scene is like it's really like somber and, and beautiful. And then Kong sits on a big throne, which is there's our King Kong with this weapon. Because like based on like trailers and based on what we understand, like Kong needs something because he wait, what's he going to do against Godzilla? So cut to the Asian cool Asian guy. He's inside of Ghidorah's head, which is cool slash confusing. Because post credit of King of the Monsters, uh, Tywin Lannister got one of Ghidorah's heads, and he's an eco terrorist. These Apex, as far as we're concerned, is not the eco terrorist. They kind of have conflicting missions because Apex wants to be control, to get a tighter grip of control of the Earth. The eco terrorists wanted to have the monsters take over again. So I don't right. maybe because granted there's three heads, so I assume this is not the head that Tywin Lannister bought. I'm thinking out loud. Well, they're implying anyway, though that one skull is also in Mechagodzilla. Yes, so I that must be it. Must then. be these two, yeah. That must be the two, the other two. Then has Maybe. to. Anyway, because they're like, yeah, because Ghidorah's heads are so big that they connect, they interacted with each other telepathically, and so by controlling, which it's a skull, it's not a brain, but I can forgive oh, it. Pff. Whatever. Uh, they're like it's they're, like they're the feeding DNA the one head is feeding what's up Ian? they're like extracting the DNA out of it aren't they or something like that I, I don't know but that's not how brains work it, whatever <laughs> they're like oh inside this thing we're sending the signal to the Mecha Godzilla, which has the other skull and that's how we're controlling it this is the the control center uh, of the thing anyway they get caught uh, they have the little they get caught right away really like really right away there is the dude from John Wick which uh, Lance Reddick, which he has a name in the intro credits, and I don't think he has two lines in this movie. The cool black so either, guy yeah. from—he's the 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 bellhop, the, the, not the bellhop, the, the concierge. Yeah, he's there what for was like he in this? Was he the guard? He worked for I think Kyle Chandler. I didn't even notice. I don't him. know. They're peppering. They're they're peppering in the scenes because the whole time Godzilla's heading towards Hong Kong, it's cutting back to Kyle Chandler and them, which boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, come back to the hollow earth. We have the ax glowing cause uh, Godzilla is powering up as well. And he starts shooting, uh, atomic breath into the ground. And this is big in about a minute. So God's the ax is glowing and like the little thing in the hollow earth. is like a, uh, it's like a cool dragon symbol, but it's like clearly Godzilla thing. It's glowing as Godzilla is glowing. So there's a connection between Godzilla and hollow earth. It's glowing. And, uh, I have, what I have here is bad guy starts bad guying where <laughs> they, they, yeah. they get out of the planes and like, Oh, let's grab this energy. And they're like, uh, maybe we shouldn't do this. And she's like, shut up and evils instantly. And they're like, Oh, we're going to get the energy and we're going to do, they, they get, which I, I don't understand exactly how this works, but they get the they scan the energy and that feeds towards the Apex Lab with Mecha Godzilla and they're like, oh, we can recreate that. Boom. And they do it, which I guess I don't know. I wish and they just <laughs> download the energy, upload it, it's pretty easy. Yeah, they sent it via email <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh ah, Bluetooth is more appropriate. Uh five G anyway, five G's crazy. They, it's very they instantly start threatening the kid, which I can't emphasize how stupid that is because she clearly has a connection to Kong, and Kong is just hanging out by the way, and he's like, "Uh, don't what do you hello?" And he is like, he starts like, getting excited about it, and all of a sudden these little like bat thing creatures are flying around, these vulture looking creatures, and people are dying, and uh, <laughs> one dude gets it bad. 
Did yeah. you guys like when they're like running back to the ship? Bird yeah. King lands and starts eating a dude, and they're all standing there watching. No <laughs> one shouts no or nothing. After the dude is eaten, Homeboy throws a rock. <laughs> anyway, Godzilla or uh, Kong starts fighting a bunch of them, and then uh, well, and he also like just like no. one handed smashes like the that ship too that's what yeah, yeah. That the good. bad guy the bad guys that were bad guying instantly kong crushes the ship just like one like you just like a snack man just like <laughs> <laughs> nothing like yeah, a happy uh yeah he <clears throat> instantly dead uh at this point uh explosion atomic breath hits them and if you haven't seen the movie and you're just kind of uh, like listening for my plot synopsis of this I'm not misspeaking. It's Godzilla's atomic breath from Hong Kong <laughs> is firing through the earth into the hollow earth into the throne room. And I'm not 100% yeah. sure why. He's not going to lie. Really Whenever mad. he does really that, mad. I'm thinking of all, all the times that his laser breath has like gone up into the sky and how much he's destroyed at the ozone. <laughs> <laughs> like, is, there, is there an ozone layer left? Like... Godzilla, they've really, I don't think, to me, this was a mistake. I think this was dumb. In my head, I'm like, the writers, they wrote themselves in a corner. Like, well, how do we get them back in time? We got to get them into this fight now. <laughs> Kong may, or Godzilla just makes a little hidey hole thing that they can fit in. But it's, to me, you have now set a measurable power ability to the atomic breath. Because they're like, if it can go through the earth and the crust and all that stuff, then clearly it can, to me, that does, that presents problems. Anyway, he does. Godzilla does that, and Kong and them. He grabs uh, every the people we care about, and goes climbs out of the hole. Wait, and the, so it, it looked like he fell up. He kind of did. Uh, yeah, eventually, that's what happens. Yes, because that's the way the gravity no, works, though. No, that doesn't make any sense, AJ. You don't fall up. Like if I'm in the middle of the Earth and I jump, he jumps. Well, China's always down, so you always <laughs> fall towards China. Duh. Okay, and then the other part, about that, the other part about that scene as well was like Godzilla's looking down the hole and is like, "Hey!" Like screams at him. He's <laughs> like, just like, and the Godzilla's like, "Yeah!" It's like it's so weird. They're like one a million me. miles away. It's just fight like, me. You won't, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at this point, I think I skipped ahead before. Eleven and Paperboy are sneaky, sneaky. This is when they get caught, and this Paperboy brings out his old man phone, is taking pictures and stuff. And I'm like, huh, would have been helpful if you would have taken pictures of the eyeball, which it was an eyeball that we saw before. It was Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla's eyeball that was in Apex. Anyway, uh, they save a tri- Godzilla saves a trip, so Kong shows up in, in Hong Kong, and we get round two, where I can't. I have here in my notes round two elbow. Knee <laughs> drop kick where Kong is going to town on Godzilla, where he's hitting him with elbows and hitting him with knee shots, and then he does a d- running drop kick into mm-hmm. Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I'm sc- I'm quickly going through these fights. These fights are freaking hype, dude. And he totally like goes for like off the cage, like one stepper off the cage into the face. You know what I'm saying? I was like, worried about these fights too. I was like, how are they gonna have these two monsters fight each other and actually be like a good fight? I think they amazingly did a really good job balancing this. Where you get the two fighting styles. You have Kong who can throw a punch and kick and do, you know, he's able to do chokeholds and elbows and all that crap. And you have Godzilla that's like, I'm going to hit you with an atomic breath. I'm going to bite you, scratch you. And at at one point he throws a punch, but, but I hated it. Godzilla punched Kong, I believe, one time, like with a closed fist. <laughs> he did like, a few that tail whips, weird. you know. 
Tail whips is fine, but Godzilla shouldn't throw a punch. Yeah, two arms too small. But there's a cool shot where Godzilla <laughs> smiles at him, which I got hype about. It's super, super dope. So we get the trailer shot of Godzilla shooting the beam and chasing him around, just destroying and murdering countless lives. So many lives are gone. Uh, and then you get the cool shot of Kong jumping in the air. And uh, what's cool about this axe is because they had to, as writers, the the axe is able to lightsaber def- like withstand the atomic breath. And so he's like going at him and boom, connects. They shoot backwards, whatever. Uh, round two goes to Kong. Because round one went to Godzilla. Not really. Kong two goes to Kong. Hold on. Because, <laughs> yes, technically. But the end of round two is Godzilla is down and Kong is kind of, uh, he's still able to get up at that point. But right after that, it's round three. Because mm-hmm. there's a break in the action. Round three where Godzilla, just Godzilla kicks his bodies Kong, dude. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> bodies him I'm talking flawless victory I don't remember if Godzilla got if Kong got a punch in he dislocates Kong's friggin arm like he lethal weapons it out of its socket and they are dude he goes to town so hard and let me let me be clear we all have expectations for this kinds of movies we've had uh, Alien versus Predator Alien versus Predator Requiem we've had uh, Freddy versus Jason Batman v Superman if you want to count uh, Captain America's Civil War, we've had these fights where we're instantly like, I know how it's going to end. They give us a definitive winner. Which I was sh- happy, yay, I was shocked by, and I really appreciate. They were like, this isn't going to be your, you, you don't know how this is going to end. We have, no, Godzilla wins. Godzilla beat the holy crap out of Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Kong and totally dead. Yeah. Big, they big, have big like a dead. minute scene where Godzilla puts his foot on, Go- on freaking Kong, and then he uh, says, Kong's Martha. chest. <laughs> Dude. And also like, okay, I don't know at what point in time this happened, but like, I think it was in the middle of the fight scene where like Godzilla like screams at Kong's face for like th- four seconds straight. Just yeah. nothing happens. And then K- Kong just like comes back with a scream. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that scene because it was just like, it was so stupid. No, I just, liked like, it though. I, I love that. Godzilla so just screaming at his face. Like they're like two inches apart from each other's faces. Godzilla just screams at him for four seconds and got, and then Kong's like, uh, I wholeheartedly uh, disagree. I love that scene. I, I, so much. I, too. I love that. I thought it was so good. Animals. These are animals fighting each other. I audibly laughed hard at that scene. I'm sure it was hilarious. It is a billion times better than this not being your movie. My mom's name is Martha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying it was just hilarious to me that 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 was just just like screamed at each other. (laughs) I reiterate. I reiterate. Godzilla doesn't want to kill Kong. He just wants. He's the alpha. He's like bow to me, submit. And so it's a just a power move. And then Kong was like, Oh no. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got me. <laughs> 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 I'm going to take a little nappy nap. I'm out. It just, uh, I feel like got- that's how uh, three-year-olds hand, handle fights. Like they just like walk up to them and just go. <laughs> and, and, and then back. Yeah. It's great. So they, yeah. uh, they have the bad the apex is like, Oh yeah, we got this, the energy thing for, for Mechagodzilla. And like, should we run tests? Should we diagnose? Nope. Light it up. Like this seems not a good. I light it up, so they light it up, and instant like ver- right away, <laughs> this stuff goes wrong. Where uh, 
cool Asian dude gets, I, I believe he dies. He gets like electrocuted super hard. And like his, I don't know what happens, but I, I think he dies in that scene. And basically it's God, Mecha Godzilla is able to think for itself. Whether I think it's Ghidorah, maybe that is partially controlled. They're not clear. Mecha Godzilla is on its own. And we're getting the bad guy monologue from homeboy. He's like, man, is the apex i am going to and then as i i love i can't emphasize how much i love the blocking of this scene i love like you see in the foreground homeboy talking in the background you just see mechagodzilla turn its head because <laughs> at this point we know mechagodzilla is not being controlled by anything so mechagodzilla just turns its head starts sauntering towards him in the background and he like paperboy and all them are like uh starts backing up and Mechagodzilla kills our main, our big bad guy, swipes him out, and uh, Paperweight makes some joke. He's like, oh, man, I wanted to hear the rest of that speech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and okay. we get... At this point in time, I don't understand why... Okay, obviously Mechagodzilla was going to be controlled by a cool Asian guy or whatever, right? But why, like, is Mechagodzilla even moving now? Like, why? Like, what is what is he being controlled by? Did you by? not see the electrical things going... Oh... Yep. Free will. He's able to think for himself now. Power source, man. We don't. There, <laughs> the MacGuffin of this oh. movie, Darren. The uh, magic energy. We don't know how it works. Do you know how that, that that works? Did you know that if you put a toaster with that energy, if you light it up, the toaster will think freely. Oh. <laughs> we don't know how it works. Anyway, now Mechagodzilla is free, and he goes out there and starts fighting Godzilla, and he starts bodying Godzilla. Wrecking. And while that's happening. Uh, they go to the, the little girl goes to Kong and she, again, Toph from Avatar is through the earth can feel Kong's heartbeat. She's like, oh, oh, he's dying. And so the, they go and the, she gets the adults, they get Pennywise's brother. I forgot what I called him beginning of the movie, uh, and Momzilla. And he's like, uh, to start his heart. We're going to have to get something that can light up Vegas for a week, which is a line they they dropped earlier when Bad Girl, when Dustledong Chick was like, yeah, these heaves are uh, big and they can fix a kaiju's heart later. And so <laughs> they, uh, they get the thing on there, the, the ship on there, and they're like, I have no medical experience. I hope this doesn't kill him. <laughs> so they hit the button and it shock in Kong. I'm alive. And he comes up. And he sees that Godzilla's just getting bodied. And I have in this scene too, this little girl is amazing in this movie. She doesn't say a word, technically. Mm. Her acting is so great. Her body language, her emotions, like she's in tears and stuff. She's great. And Ian, uh, is this where the scene you sent yeah, us? Yeah, I see the, the scene, dude. That was the, such the, an like, iconic moment of just like her staring off in the distance. It's good. It's, it's so, good. so great. That happens, and so Godzilla is still getting bodied, and Kong is there, and he's like, "Oh, now I'm here." And uh, they have a, they, I forgot to, they they have a joke with uh, calling them, calling him a coward, where a little girl is doing like the little like sign language thing, and call, basically calling uh, Pennywise's brother a coward, which I'm like, <laughs> and <laughs> he does it. It's called, but the re, the joke didn't really land for me initially, but the callback to it made it work for me. Yeah, I agree. Where he's having the sincere moment where he's just like, "You." little girl are so coward like, in the thing. Y'all did kind of pass it, it by that, that joke or the joke like where, uh, you know, when the mecha Godzilla, you know, thinks for itself and, um, you know, basically kills the dude. And I don't know how you're going to think about this joke, but I actually kind of liked it where he's like, man, I was really hoping to hear the rest of that speech. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I mentioned it. Oh, you did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I was looking at, uh, actors in this. 
It's all good. Ian uh, was paying but, attention. Yeah, hey, I was paying it. full regardless, attention to that. So yeah. Regardless, uh, we get our bigger jaws moment where we have our common enemy. So Kong and Godzilla get to have to team up because Godzilla is about to die because he's getting bodied by this Mecha Godzilla. So Kong jumps in, starts fighting him, punch, punch, kick, cool stuff. He does this cool, this does this dope. Kong does this dope kick where he jumps up like on Godzilla's Mecha Godzilla's like neck and kicks with his other foot. It looks incredible. The choreography <laughs> is this amazing. So I'm getting hype as this is going on. I'm like literally like jumping in my, like on the couch, like getting like, yeah, 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 yeah. So they're fighting and then like, they're still kind of losing where uh, Kong looks and sees the axe that, you know, earlier. So he grabs the axe and we get the biggest pop of the movie where he's about to, he, Kong is about to die. Cause Mecha Godzilla is like spinny tails about to stab him and kill him. And he has the, the, the axe and then Godzilla who sees it, Atomic breaths, the freaking axe to charge it up in like a lightsaber. Kong starts cutting Mechagodzilla down, cuts arms, legs. In you half, also missed the part though where I, I don't know if it was, maybe it was an earlier fight with Godzilla or Mecha. I'm not sure necessarily, but like they're fighting and like it happens early. I think it was whenever actually Godzilla and Kong were fighting because like he's blocking like the atomic breath or whatever, whichever one it was with the axe. And then, like, he picks it up over his head, so it's not even like if the if the be if the axe was in there, it'd be going within the sky. But like, conveniently, Godzilla or Mechazilla just stops pointing the laser beam at his body, <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm gonna point it at the axe instead. Like, did you guys notice that? <laughs> I, yeah, I did notice that. I didn't yeah. want to agree with you, but yeah, it's I did hard. notice that. It's hard. To, <laughs> it's hard to <laughs> aim. You don't know. <laughs> it's like he's aiming perfectly at the axe over well, his head. It's like a lightning rod. It's like attracted to it. I don't know. Oh, uh, that's true. Magic. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, science. Uh, I have no idea. The humans are doing stuff during the scene. I forgot. They're, it doesn't matter. Eleven of them are like, oh, how do we do something to the computer? Stop the, the computer. And at this point, that's when Paperboy brings out the flask. And he's like, well, uh, uh, now's the time. And then Fire Fist grabs it and like pours it all over the little console thing and fries it. And thank God that worked. And th that worked. And, yeah, but anyway, back to so yeah. Godzilla and Kong are uh, they're charging up axe, are cutting him down, and we have our fatality of the movie where he cuts the the thing down, and God or Kong put, throws the axe down. Mechagodzilla's down. He throws the axe, jumps on Mechagodzilla, and rips <laughs> its head off. It's kind of Godzilla uh, Kong's move. He mortal. I couldn't. This couldn't be more Mortal Kombat, where he rips the head and spine out of the Mechagodzilla, and I'm like, yeah. That's how this movie needs it. That that's the fatality finish is a staple for these movies. Boo, Kyle Chandler. He shows <laughs> up <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, Eleven. And Eleven's like, hey, dad. Hey, this is Paperboy. And he's like, oh, nice to meet you. Can I have you on my podcast? Which, you know what? Good on you, Paperboy. You hustling. That's how you get those views. You got to get guests. Uh, they're all like, oh, yeah, they're wrapping up. And then Godzilla roar. And they're like, oh, crap. Yeah, he is still here, huh? And then Godzilla <laughs> he gets up and he looks at Kong and Kong, which I like. This is Kong's move because Kong drops the axe and Godzilla's like, I right, we cool. <laughs> and he goes, and saunders into the ocean. And then they do a chest ocean. bump. And then like, <laughs> yeah, they high know. five. They stop. They freeze frame, jump in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Two chests and a peace sign. <laughs> Godzilla jumps in the ocean and then cut to you. back to hollow earth where the monarch team, I think it's monarch, whatever uh, Pennywise's brother's there and Kong is there. He's like, all right guys, he's doing his morning walk and Godzilla, or I'm sorry, Kong is in center in uh, hollow earth and he gets to roam free. And 
that's the movie. Out of the, the seven and a half million people that live in Hong Kong, how many of those people you think are still alive? Bro, all of them if, are dead. Uh, they destroyed if the a entire third of the people are alive. That is a victory. <laughs> the entire city was gone. It is a miracle that that Hong Kong had a single building standing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking like a tiny little doghouse should have been kicked over eventually. Like Speaking of that, like if you live in a world with titans, like why do you even rebuild cities at that point? You know, it's going to take I, millions, I billions agree. of dollars, plenty of time. The good news is just don't even build cities anymore. Just like it's live in It's a good tents. world to live in. We, no, like it, it's going to take years. Like, it, dude, like a 35 has been under construction for like 20 years, just a highway. <laughs> like imagine like trying to build all these skyscrapers that like for one second, like we get to see a skyscraper falling and it's like, that's going to cost like $6 billion to replace hey, like in 15 years. It's like, hey, we've proven the construction business, man. So construction companies are making bank. I'm just saying, no, like, oh. that's like, you just got to go back to like living in tents at that point in time. Like, hey, we, <laughs> oh, we found out like, okay, 20 years ago, we lived with giant scary monsters that destroy all our towns. Sorry, tent life now. Like, yeah, so that's how we're doing. Kaiju insurance immediately. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh. yeah we, right? we've already proved through COVID that you know we can all live or work from home now. So why why work there in a go. skyscraper? <laughs> yeah, work from a tent. How like security bunkers or whatever are probably selling really hot too. But I uh, I really like this ending because it solves a problem that I was worried about with uh, the, with this movie is. Uh, they said they're hoping. There's no confirmed yet. They're hoping for future Godzilla movies, Kong movies. It's going to be hard now to have one without the other or acknowledging the other uh, in my he- initially as this movie's going on. But Kong is now in Hollow Earth. So solves that problem. Godzilla has Earth. God's- or Kong gets uh, hol- uh, the Hollow Earth. And so we both have our respective kings of Earth. All right, let's start diving into our thoughts. Darren, let's go ahead and get you out of the way. I loved it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. I mean, okay. So, like, I actually watched this movie two different ways. I watched this movie straight through, and then I watched fast forwarded through only the action scenes, and I loved the second part. The second, the second viewing of it was so much better than the first viewing of it. And also, it was only thirty minutes long. Like I timed it. It was only <laughs> I only watched thirty minutes of movie, and it was a way better movie. So I'll rate it two different ways. Do, do you want to go and do my grading or no? Uh. We'll get we'll get to there. Uh, so that's just your thoughts your thoughts on the movie. Yeah, it was. I thought just like every other action movie we ever watched and we ever will watch on this thing. It was like all the stuff didn't matter. Like none of them, like the only thing that like even mattered a little bit was the little girl and she was fine. Like uh, it was fine. Like it, but it it's, didn't matter. It did. It was all action. It, you just you don't like action movies. That's totally that's fine. That's correct. that's perfectly fine. You don't like you don't get the nuance. I, but Seven million, million people is like, died, Darren. You, Everything matters you, now. You literally all said in the last review podcast that's like it would be better if there was no humans. Like then why do they keep doing it? Like why don't they just make a two-hour fight movie? Like because I understand Darren, there has to be something. The, this is the thirty-seventh Godzilla movie. Right. What I'm more just can saying. you do? Like the humans are the only thing that can change. But everyone says that about action movies, where it's like, yeah, even John Wilk and John Wick, no one cares about the plot. They just like people, you know, you just got to get from. You guys said the last time, got to get to the next punch or whatever, right? Like that's just so stupid. Just, just like have more punches, then like just stop, like you know, stop having well, these stupid like the fake raid plots. happens. There's a movie called The Raid. When should they do that? <laughs> so yeah, do that. The, the raid, bring it back. You can do some more of that because it just we like whenever you have raid, all these stupid cheesy like you get, we're gonna Darryl, put up. God, we should do it right it, away. So Darren has to sit through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but put, put some like Kong, put Kong in some like fake chains and like you know like uh, it just yeah. uh, yeah, all right Ian what were your thoughts on the movie 
after watching all the movies and you know since Zilla of 2014, this is my reward for the series. Um, That's a great way to put it. I feel like this wow. movie is the movie that finally got the entire series. It it's it found it, I don't know it found its place and understood what kind of movie it was, and it just nailed it. I enjoyed this movie so much, and it was just such a great distraction from all the other terrible uh, things around the world. I don't know. It was a good escape. I I don't know. I loved it, dude. I I did not realize <laughs> this movie was in theaters, or else I would have watched it in yeah. theaters because that would have been awesome to see on the big screen. So, um, hmm. yeah, took a little dark turn there, Ian. Yeah, I, you know, I got to take a dark turn, man. You know, all the all the crappy things in the world, you know, and the bad, the bad, the bad things out there. So, yeah. But now we can oh look God. back and see some scary monsters destroying. Yeah, exactly. Me, exactly. Bring, it really brings me back to a better. Really, time, just finish you know? us off while we're at it. If we're gonna go out, <laughs> I'd rather go out with Kong. Well, Hong Kong's no longer there, so I guess. You know, <laughs> um, for sure. Heath, I'm sorry, Ian. Did you have more? To oh say? yeah, no, no, no. That's, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. Heath, I didn't see it go this way at all. I'm totally shocked by how how excited you guys are about this movie. Really, so was super meh, super meh. Dang, I feel exactly the same way as the other ones. Like I love the action scenes. This one takes a cake by far. Action scenes were amazing, super hype. But same thing, the story, everything between the fights was trash to me. I could have done without every single bit of it. Uh, I kept just laughing mm-hmm. at bits. There's a bit where uh, he locks, she locks the door where she puts one, two, three, four lock. And I'm like, what the frick? How did mm-hmm. she know to do that? She just did it. And I kept yeah, taking me dumb. out. And uh, when it was over, Tori, we watched together and Tori's like, so that sucked, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. well, the action scenes are cool. She's like, yeah, that was great. But everything in between, like, just didn't make sense. I could have yep. done without Come anything. Come on over the dark side, Heath. Yep. I'm sorry. You got to uh, give an extra two I really points thought, because I really Kyle Chandler was only in a little bit of this No, movie. I loved it. I yeah. really loved it. I thought it was the, it might be the best, eh, not best Godzilla, because I think 2014 Godzilla is still the best, but it's, this is the, this is the way to do it. This is how you have a big monster movie. Yes, the human parts can always be better, but they did a great job of even the parts that aren't a fight. We still get Kaiju, we get Kong and they put the, the half, a third of the human story is with with Kong directly with him they're following Kong so even when you have the boring human parts with uh with Mama Zilla and and little girl and them it's still interacting directly interacting with Kong I think that's the that's a great way to do it that's how I frankly I think they should do it in the future when they go back to their solo movies have the human parts still be part of the big monster yeah so the Godzilla part not as much I definitely agree that the little girl was great in this movie she was definitely so good um but the villains and any other thing, everything else between that. The villain's I not really, great. I hated Pierre Boy's character. Did not like <laughs> Eleven this again. Yeah. I, yeah, I, and then like I the Walt Simmons 11. guy. Like so random. Like it was just like another villain that like you don't you don't even care about. So then he dies and she's like, yeah, well, I don't even remember his freaking name. Like I, I, if it weren't for this podcast, I wouldn't. I literally wouldn't remember his name. Like I went to, ten, 10 seconds after I finished the movie. Can, like it was can, just totally. Can random. we all agree that the plot was 11? way better than King of Monsters or the? Yes. Oh Absolutely. my gosh. Like, yes. They finally actually yes. have a plot that actually makes sense. The actors are way think, better than the you know the last one. So if you're going into this movie, which is about a giant monkey and a giant lizard fighting mm-hmm. each other and you're looking for like oh man i didn't like the character development <laughs> then you're you're viewing it wrong sure. the movie's not wrong yeah anymore. it's just a fun so, movie to, i don't know it's the escapism I, I, you know i just didn't no, buy going to the, new the, world you there know? was the human parts like every, are 
good. But, no, but I'm sorry. The hero is, parts are weak. They've always been weak. Go ahead, Darren. The thing is, is that like you're saying that I'm watching it wrong, but it's not like they weren't trying to have good character development. Like they were trying they to do trying. that. What are you talking about? Trying. Like there was multiple scenarios when they're going through and like trying to like learn about this new character and what, you know, his backstory and like the things that he did or whatever. It's like there that's you can't say that I was watching it wrong if there was multiple attempts at trying to do it and they just did it poorly. I don't think there was no it's there was never an attempt at character development. What did Eleven learn? I, is she any different from the beginning of the movie? I don't think you know, this movie I, had exactly, enough time. Exactly. What did Paperboy, what did Paperboy learn? So they didn't try. They didn't try to develop characters. Uh, uh, what I'm saying is, is that there wasn't like it seemed like they were trying to develop a story from start to finish, even though they didn't actually do it. And like, but realistically, the story they're trying to develop was just trying to get to the end fight scene. That's fine. I like, yeah. think I think but, that's literally what they did. Though, if you think about it, the MacGuffin, the whole point of all of this, of why. Apex exists. Why they sent them down to Hollow Earth is to power up Mecha Godzilla. That's the story. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that I mean, like, I I just I don't think that like trying to frame it as like something that I, I I don't know. It just it just seems like every time I watch these kind of movies, it it seems like they're trying to get you to connect with the characters. Like I don't maybe maybe that's how I felt. And I'm Darren, just totally did you, like, did you like the Fast and Furious movies? Uh, no, I've he's only not seen like, oh, okay. I've okay. Only seen I was like trying to use that as an example compared to this one. Like, uh, I think this movie is very self-aware of what it is. It's not trying to be, you know, like Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones of like character development. It's not trying to like create this like deep storyline throughout. I mean, I don't know. I, I think that. it's just I, I understand you can watch a movie that's just popcorn and like you're just enjoying people punching each other. But what I'm saying is then like the hour, literally I watched just the fight scenes and it was 30 minutes long. So that means an hour and a half of the movie was not fight scenes. And that, that hour and a half of the movie sucked to me. So that's, I mean, that's where I'm at. Like it, it, the fight scenes were cool. Like I don't, I don't normally like action scenes like that's just like punching and kicking and whatever that kind of stuff that was cool in this movie. I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy the, the action scenes. They were all cool. But like mm. whenever you like th- literally an hour and a half, of the movie is like people talking, you don't care about, you don't even know the characters names. Like literally like the Kyle Andrews guy, whatever his name was, Kyle, <laughs> Ch- what, what, I don't know what the, what his, Kyle, what, Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Yeah. Like, I don't even know his fake name. Like Mark I Russell. never knew his character name. Like it, like from, even from y'all's podcast, like that you did a couple days ago or whatever. Well, like, I made it I a point kn- to not say his name because I don't want to yeah. give him well, the I'm respect saying the, like, I never, respect. Well, like, I saw the movie and like, they never even said his name. Like, and like, even like the little girl, they never said her name. Like, it's like, it just seemed like it was just, they were totally throw they away. Did. They could have been anything. They might have. Like, yeah. I, I, I think that's the, a good thing though. I mean, I, like, I'm not the right person to go to with names though. That's why I make up these stupid names so I can actually remember them. I, I don't want to remember these characters. I want to remember the monsters and what happened. Like I, I don't it's, I don't care about the people, I but I feel like they I have to be there to help I, push the story yeah. forward. I reiterate, this is the thirty seventh mm-hmm. movie with Godzilla. Like you have to have humans and you have to like how many different ways are you gonna get the mo- big monster to fight? And it's not supposed to be Godzilla fights the entire movie because then you get something like Godzilla Final Wars, which was terrible because God, you can't have too much choreography with Godzilla because he's not that kind of creature. I, for me, in my opinion, you just make the story as simple as possible. Yeah. Of this but Kong I feel like versus Godzilla. That also would be complained about. I would say Kong versus Godzilla, they are trying to fight for who's Apex and who's the Apex Predator. They keep running to each other fighting. The humans are trying to stop them, like, hey, keep them separate. Stop them. Don't make the fight. They're going to destroy us in their big war. And that's the whole movie right there. Yeah. 
None of this I, move I, him there. None of them hollow earth crap. None of this oh, random cool. civilization under the world. There's no. I thought it uh, worked completely. I think hmm. having hollow earth is they're setting up the universe. So now hollow earth is set up so that when next Kong's next movie, he can be in hollow earth. They had yeah. to have a big bad. They had to have bigger jaws because it's the rules for these kinds of movies. You can't have like we have to have a big final fight. Movies have to end, like these kind of movies have to end with a big bloody fatality and it has mm. to be you can't kill Kong. Could be you can't kill them, Godzilla. Yeah. <clears throat> so they kill they have Mecha Godzilla come in and kill it. And it's also it's a response of humanity to because we're now I forgot timeline wise how long we've existed with the knowledge of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And what has humanity done? You're you're telling it's me there's the not 40s, gonna be some right? Elon Musk. It was I think it was forty one, <sighs> I'm pretty sure. No, I'm talking in in this universe. Like yeah, these right. humans like I think it was 41. But they didn't know. Humanity didn't like normal people didn't know. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I understand. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. So normal people then found out after Godzilla 1 or Godzilla 2014. And so we've been living with that you're something like an Elon Musk type character wouldn't have come about to try to battle and like put humans back as the dominant species because the whole theme for Godzilla and even King of the Monsters 2 is us accepting that we're not the superior being on this planet in us re- humbling ourselves to nature. And that's what Godzilla, he's the manifestation of nature. And so like having a counter to that, I think is inherently interesting. It's, he's a cartoony bond villain kind of thing where he's like, Oh, so, and make a giant robot. As okay. A- but then why is, if he's the entire crux of the movie, then why is he only in the last 15 minutes of the movie then? Cause he's not important. That's what we've talked about. Cause he's not what, important. What you just said, you just said that's literally like that whole concept is interesting. And that's like your reason to justify exists. the movie existing. We know he exists, like, but him, him literally is not important. Like, Oh, his name is Dr. Blah, 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 blah. Look at his character. That doesn't matter. He exists. We I'm know the guy Mecha exists. Godzilla. So then get I'm, rid of him. Mecha Godzilla is the, th- is the thing you said. Like that's the, like we need to have an apex predator or whatever. It's like to make Mecha yeah. Godzilla and he comes to life. Like literally I looked at the screen and I was like, I remember like something about Mecha Godzilla. I looked at the timeline and there was 20 minutes left in the movie and like, okay, now he comes to life and it's like, what's going to happen? Well, like the 20 minutes left, he's only going to be alive for 20 minutes or something. There's some, it just like, it was weird to me. Like why? I mean, again, the movie is Godzilla versus Kong and you guys said that you can't have like a winner or a loser or whatever. They can't kill each other, that kind of thing. But like, why is Mecha Godzilla even in this movie at all? Like, I mean, why is you know in like Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla like a movie later on or something like that where it's like they can I actually have anyways. that's probably the thing that was most disappointing to me too is because a few episodes before I said it's Mecha Godzilla mark my words is what I said and it's not like a genius thing I didn't pull out of nowhere and oh my gosh I'm smart at the end of that it's so obvious I just wish they didn't do the obvious thing of them teaming together against a common foe um, to destroy that foe and just like something that we saw coming a mile away it works for me. If they wouldn't have had a definitive winner, I would have the same complaint. Really? But because I they had, like that better. Because they had the definitive winner, I'm perfectly mm-hmm. fine with them doing bigger jaws at the end. Yeah, because I was thinking like whenever he broke his arm, he was going to like stab him, give him like grievously wounded, and they just like acknowledge like, okay, yes, there can be two. You get the water, I get the land. Because cool. to me, how do you end that story? Because I feel like we're not giving them enough credit of, okay, so then, because Kong, again, you cannot have Godzilla kill Kong or vice versa. So what do you do? How do you end that movie? Kong with the girl. screams at Godzilla with what? The girl, to me. I think the girl should have ended it. She should have been like, yo, you're killing us. Look at how much destruction you're making. Godzilla doesn't give a crap about Kong. No. Or I'm sorry, Kong, Godzilla but, doesn't give a crap about the little girl. Sure, but Kong would have. And Kong, Kong would submitting, submit. putting down right. the, the axe would have been like, dude, let's stop. Look at this. And he's you like, would have been happy if the fight ends with Kong just saying, all right, I give up. 
Yeah. If the much. little girl, absolutely, because then that actually makes the girl. Like, yeah. it makes the entire actual plot of the movie matter a little bit. Like, I wouldn't it, have agreed. It's what, what the do you humans. Mean plot? That's no development with that. The, She's always okay. been able to talk with him. Yeah. Okay, but the girl actually has an impact. Like her character actually has some impact on the movie at that point. She right. had huge impact on the movie. It literally is the, to me. Her impact was just to drive the story along, like was just to get from the one action to the next. Is the that next not action. impactful? It, it, okay, but like they could have anything. Like it, it could have any any little thing to move from action to action. But like like what he's talking about, where if like the girl is like impacting the result and like the the remainder of the franchise, like maybe like again, maybe it's not your idea because like there's not a big fight scene or whatever. But like if she comes back and says like, hey, no, like you are destroying the earth, like you need to submit, and he's like. Okay, I love you, little girl. I'll go with you. Blah blah blah. Big monkey. <laughs> the way words, you said it was not so good, but <laughs> yeah, but I get yeah, it. you know, but like I, I think that that would be more interesting to me as well, personally. But, that goes against their the whole thing though about them for centuries, their alphas and their butting heads. To me, that would really be a disservice to Kong, and a, definitely a disservice to Godzilla, because then it definitely hundred percent makes Godzilla the villain, where he's like, oh, he can't overcome his animal instincts. I like them both. They're both gods, basically, who have been battling for centuries to be alpha. And to me, having Kong just give up would be completely, I guess, disrespectful to like the history they've had and very disrespectful to Godzilla because it's like, oh, he's too dumb to, to want to have that. They're both animals. Mm-hmm. So like, they're both going to be fighting for the alpha. I just kept thinking, kept implying that Kong is like a more intelligent, like she can actually communicate with humans. That's so he'd be like that. You'd be like that medium between humans. And these titans that have like are so gods that they explain to him that they have an impact on the earth. And obviously Godzilla doesn't want to kill everyone. He's just doing that as a byproduct of trying to protect his, I don't know, his kingdom or whatever. Pride, yeah, pride. pride. He's the protector of earth. Yeah. So I think He's honestly, yeah. I honestly think Godzilla is a bad person in general kind Can of. I, I don't think I, so. He... Go ahead, I Ian. don't know. Did we talk about how the other motive of Godzilla wasn't necessarily just trying to get to no, Kong? Yeah, I kind of. I, I feel would, like we skipped I didn't this part. Bring it up. Like Godzilla. I mean, he was trying to attack these bases for Monarch to be able to mm. stop them from recreating. Yeah, uh, that energy source or whatever. I mean, that's he the whole reason he, yeah. you know, beamed down to the center of the earth in the first place is to try and stop that from happening. I mean, that's what he's been doing the right, entire movie. Right. It wasn't just him trying to hunt Kong, and that's right. the other thing of this. It's not just two alphas trying to fight for dominance. I mean, that does happen, but that's the good thing about having Mecha Godzilla because it adds this second layer of intermediary, um, you know, to help you know having them unite. And not just be like a, you know, Batman v Superman for no reason, you know? Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And having, you you have to have respect for both characters and crapping on one isn't, it, you can't, it's, that's not how this works. Like even like Freddy, like Freddy versus Jason took over, I think 15 years to make. And I think they said four scripts, like four, four full scripts before they finally made it work because we have to be respectful to the fan bases because there's diehard for the, you know, diehard Godzilla fans and diehard Kong fans. How do we present it? And I, as a Godzilla fan can accept like, Oh my God, Godzilla's attacking this, the city. We've seen him do that before, but in this world, Godzilla is a good guy. He is a protector of earth. And so when it's revealed that he's only destroying these bases to, he's trying to destroy the base. He's not trying to kill people, which is why only eight people died. He's trying to do this. That's like, okay, Godzilla good. But by having, 
and I'm not trying to exclusively commit to the to crapping on the way your uh, Heath's proposed ending to this. I think by having Mecha Godzilla, it is a way to combine both Godzilla's motives throughout this whole series and Kong's motive, which granted he only had one movie, which is protect. Mm-hmm. Kong wants to protect humanity, the little girl, and Godzilla wants to protect the whole Earth. Godzilla has a, in my opinion, Godzilla is a good guy because he's bigger picture. Let the little girl die. He's trying to save this planet from <laughs> Mecha Godzilla. Because <laughs> Kong plot. would hundred percent let everybody die if he could protect that little girl because he's a big simp. <laughs> he, Godzilla is. He's like, kill, screw, like you know, I'll kill, I'll do what I have to do to save. But then you have the underlying notion that they're still both animals. Mm-hmm. You know, we give them more credit than we probably should of their intelligence, but they're still both animals. And have you seen what like gorillas do in real life when it comes to like their, I say pride of like not backing down, they'll kill bait, like their own babies kind of thing. So Godzilla and Kong have to be forces of unstoppable force and immovable object. And I feel like this movie captured that perfectly well with how incorporating Mecha Godzilla. And let's also not forget uh, to Darren to counter Darren's point initially of with the little girl. She's the one that sends Kong to help Godzilla. So you mm-hmm. kind of get that. Yeah. Where I, I over it, yeah. I, I skipped past it where she's like Kong or Godzilla's not the enemy. Mecha Godzilla. I don't know. She didn't call him that. Is the enemy help him? And so Kong's like fine. So you do get that kind of of Kong. And Kong does kind of get to be the bigger man because I'm not unconvinced that the fight would have happened again round four if oh, Kong would've. wouldn't have dropped his axe. Yeah. Because Godzilla's a dick. So you kind of got what you wanted to a degree. <laughs> Godzilla's ride or die. He's got his morals. He He's got his convictions. Like, also, I feel like they really crept on Godzilla in this movie because you only see things from Kong's perspective. Like you just make him feel bad for Kong, feel bad for Kong. He's out in the rain. He's getting drowned. And Godzilla just keeps kicking his dick in the dirt like six times in a row. And then Godzilla is obviously the bigger man at the end and everything. I uh, I still think... I, they, go ahead. I, 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 I want to play devil uh devil's advocate for darren i get why like i to be truly honest like i am i have a little bit of a biased wall with this movie because it's kind of a cult following in a way i mean like it is an anomaly that all the avengers movies were great you know yeah like that series you know without the budget and without you know the entire huge fan base you know godzilla and kong is i in my opinion a smaller fan base than, you know, would be, you know, tons of superheroes, but yeah, I don't know. So I I agree with you. And, uh, just final thoughts here before we start getting to our, uh, ratings and ratings and ratings is I, I'm also, I'm a, I'm a Godzilla fan. I've been a Godzilla fan for years. And so like, it's, this movie is uh, a special movie for me where I'm rewarded for diving and bearing through the crap. (laughs) And so, yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like in realizing that too, like in hindsight, like, yeah, we do get our, uh, we do get our kind of the more grown up thing of like Godzilla Kong is willing to humble himself because he could have just been like, all right, so we're good Let's now. All right. Round Let's four. Let's go. You didn't beat me. <laughs> and so Kong puts the ax down where he has the, all right, you're not my enemy. He learned from the little girl. But, uh, so yeah, I, I'm a, I liked it a lot. I'm a big fan. So let's go ahead and get to our gratings out of 10 and then we'll go to our ratings of what you want to rate Godzilla King of the Monster or I'm sorry uh, Godzilla v. Kong in the Kongzilla universe in the movies so let's get it out of the way Darren what did you want to rate this out of 10 I actually th- this one like was definitely better than the first one we watched whatever Godzilla whatever blah 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 I don't know what it's called but um six I give it a six 
generous. <laughs> Heath, what do you want to call it? Seven. Ian? I'm going to give it a nine. I'm also giving it a nine. Dude, you and I have I think, had the same score almost this whole time. <laughs> Heck also yeah. giving it a nine. So Darren, can you run that math? 7.75. Not bad. All right, I'll take it. That's so kind of the that's almost what Rotten Tomatoes is, isn't it? Uh yeah, I think it's at 80 oh, on Rotten it? Tomatoes right now. Uh-huh. So let's go ahead and go through our line here. We have four movies to play with. We have 2014 Godzilla. Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and now Godzilla versus Kong. How would you, uh, we have right now rated, uh, we had number one as Kong Skull Island, number two is Godzilla 2014, and number three, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Where do you guys want to put Godzilla versus Kong? Uh, Number one for me. Okay. I also want to go number one, but Heath? I would put it right below Kong. So you want to put it number two? So yeah, Kong, Darren? this one. I have no opinion. I have you can't really put an opinion on it. So we're gonna unfortunately it falls to default with he with uh I'm sorry with Ian and I. So (laughs) our official the GG rating is Godzilla versus Kong is number one. Number two is Kong Skull Island. Number three is Godzilla 2014. Number four is Godzilla King of the Monsters. The poopy poopy. Okay with that. That's good. Our only BG. Yeah. For this for this series. Who'd have thought? (laughs) Yeah, it's all Chandler's fault. Dang you, Kyle Chandler. Chandler. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, get hype. Next week, we're going to be taking on the... Did we figure out what year that came out? No, we didn't. Let's look it up real real quick. We're uh, in anticipation for... 1995 Mortal Kombat? 1995. We're taking on the uh, 1995 Mortal Kombat and the Mortal Kombat Annihilation to get us into the new Mortal Kombat. Darren, I'm sorry. (laughs) Can't wait. <laughs> we'll get to, here's the problem. We're doing these because these are the movies that are coming out. Okay? Yeah, we're not picking on you, I promise. This is the only movie coming out, right? <laughs> well, that's it. I don't want to speak. Note. I don't want to talk outside of school, but Space Jam New Legacy is also coming out very soon. <laughs> wait, is this, can it, does it hold up or is it good now? I mean, what's the series we're doing here, fellas? Like, why can't we do some more Adam Sandler movies? <laughs> they were never up to begin with oh. alright so send us an email at genregeekscast at gmail.com check out the main cast let us know what series you want us to cover we already had a fan recommend the Saw series in anticipation for Spiral which man what a coincidence there that the day after I think you we won't were talking see me, about that you won't see me in that podcast the trailer mm-hmm. dropped with a release date uh, I don't believe we're going to be covering that I might do it personally myself I might rant about it but Cause that's a lot. That's a lot of movies, movies that, dude, to go through. Those are heavy <laughs> movies to go through. They're all on HBO, by the way. Oh man, that's rough. All the saws are on HBO. Until next time, everybody. Bye.